A Hellish Triumph. I recently described this book to a friend as a horror story with a strangely sympathetic monster. These chapters begin by deepening our sympathy and end with a clear reminder that he is a monster. I was moved to compassion by his yearning for the companionship of his protectors, whom he had come truly to love, and who he believed would see through his deformity to his gentle soul. Quote, the more I saw of them, the greater became my desire to claim their protection and kindness. My heart yearned to be known and loved by these amiable creatures. To see their sweet looks directed towards me with affection was the utmost limit of my ambition. Unquote. My heart broke when he found himself on the brink of achieving that utmost ambition. The blind de Lacy, warmly and encouragingly hearing his tragic tale, only to have his hopes dashed in the most humiliating of fashions. One moment he was sobbing with gratitude, and the next he was being beaten cruelly with a stick. It was more devastating still to witness the recovery of his hope after his rage settled and he blamed himself for having acted imprudently, only to see him then learn that his protectors had left the cottage forever because they would never recover from the horror of seeing him. Even after he becomes consumed by the desire for a terrible vengeance, the spring sun revives the possibility of happiness within him, and soft tears bedew his cheeks. Then he risks his life to save a dying stranger, and is shot. And his last hope to win the heart of an innocent creature too young to be corrupted by prejudice proves as utterly hopeless as the rest. It is so terribly, wretchedly sad. But when I saw what came next, I reflected on the words that open the chapter. Cursed, cursed creator, why did I live? Why in that instant did I not extinguish the spark of existence which you had so wantonly bestowed? And I thought, yes, why didn't you? Because any trace of sympathy I had was obliterated when his response instead was to declare everlasting war on the species and to make victims of utterly innocent human beings. It was sickening to watch him choke the life out of an angelic young boy, but more sickening still was his reaction. Quote, I gazed on my victim, and my heart swelled with exultation and hellish triumph. Clapping my hands, I exclaimed, I too can create desolation. My enemy is not invulnerable. This death will carry despair to him, and a thousand other miseries shall torment and destroy him. Unquote. And then he condemns a sleeping young woman whose only crime is that she is beautiful, and that her lovely smiles will never be bestowed upon him and he condemns her to bear the punishment for his murder. Which makes me wonder, why did Shelley touch me with tender sympathy for one who would become this? I honestly don't know. 
I remain riveted by the story. But I personally, in case you haven't noticed yet, have never been quite convinced that ultimately it has a point. We can draw out themes from every episode, but if we look for a single, overarching, integrating idea animating the actions of this work, I am not sure we're going to find one. I don't mean to sound too critical, or at all to suggest that this book isn't worthwhile. It is. Just, to me, not for that. <laughs> 